NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. As much as life has changed over the last year, you're still pretty busy. So consider convenient COVID-19 testing from Quest. Get the same tests hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's a great fit for your busy life. With over 25 million COVID-19 tests processed, you can count on Quest. So order your test today at questcovid19.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we want you to stand and we want you to make some Ladies noise. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go racing here at Knoxville. Holy, the best go three of It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime. to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! Set to do battle for 30 laps, the green flag is waving! Hello again, it is Wing Nation weekend here on wingnation.com. We're glad you joined us. Uh, generally, it is Aaron Evernham and yours truly, Steve Post here, but Ashley Strummy alongside this week as uh, Aaron's in the mountains skiing or doing something crazy. Always doing something fun. Always doing something fun, exactly. <laughs> she has all the fun around She's here. Fun. Well, she we has, were no, in Volusia. No, yeah, we really, probably not a good time of the year to be throwing that up in her face. Um, since, since she's watching it on Dirt Vision, which is a perfectly good alternative, but being there live being is a better there. alternative. It truly so, is. yeah. So, in the warm, so she's freezing her tail off, and we were I know, sweating. Oh, eighty-three degrees for the Daytona Five Hundred this Sunday <laughs> afternoon, sweating, sunburn. Oh, are you kidding me? Roughing it in Daytona. Oh boy, uh, it is good. This all is, your beach walks. Eh. Oh man, I tell you what, I lived on that beach. Oh, are you kidding me? They really. I, Go, go ahead, sorry. I spend more time on the beach this speed week than I probably have any two combined. Well, I think personally it was a lot nicer than it's been yeah. years past, but they've really done a lot to Daytona Beach, not to get off subject oh, no, here, Daytona but they really are cleaning it up and turning it into a, yeah. a new tourist destination yeah, again. it used to be very touristy, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and in some places a little rougher on the edges and right. complete candor, like like touristy cities can be. Do. I mean, I'm yeah. not. this is not a shot, right. but they have done a wonderful job. Great restaurants down there. Beach has always mm-hmm. been good. They've really done a wonderful job down there. Daytona is a fun destination, and in talking, I'm, I'm a foodie. I go out and, and in talking with different people, they're talking about a lot of the food options and the different mm-hmm. things and the nightclubs and the bars and everything. Huh. 
You kidding me? It was yes. fantastic. We have our food destinations that we make yes. while we're down there as Absolutely. well. The food is phenomenal. Great, great stuff. So, yeah, so we were down in Daytona. Aaron is in Vermont, and we've got some <laughs> racing coming up this weekend, okay? So what we have, World of Outlaws, they're headed west. And what we're kicking off, uh, a no-rest period of their life. Uh, they're headed west, Texas this weekend, and then on west. Fingers crossed, as we record this, Pennsylvania, Okay, Pennsylvania, the fabulous Lincoln no. Speedway, the icebreaker, and uh, USCS. They continue with winter heat down in Florida. So, with the thought of Pennsylvania and the <laughs> fabulous Lincoln Speedway on our minds, who better to talk to than the seven-time Lincoln champ, Brian Monteith, and he joins At Discount Tire, you can shop online and get the same trusted advice you get from the stores. Then just book a time that's convenient for you. When you get to the store, you can stay safe with a new touchless experience. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. As much as life has changed over the last year, you're still pretty busy. So consider convenient COVID-19 testing from Quest. Get the same tests hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's a great fit for your busy life. With over 25 million COVID-19 tests processed, you can count on Quest. So order your test today at questcovid19.com. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The breakfast stampede meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. Enjoy our value favorites, like a sausage McMuffin with egg, just two for $4. And get an any-size McCafe premium roast coffee for just a buck. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We're always driving to dance lessons. So we signed up for Know Your Drive. We save money and get closer to her dancing dreams. The daring young man on the flying trapeze. Or maybe her singing dreams. Sign up for Know Your Drive and save up to 20%. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. Discount terms apply. Visit amfam.com slash knowyourdrive for details. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Now back to the Wing Nation Weekend Podcast. It is Wing Nation Weekend, setting you up for the big race weekend and everything else down the road. Ashley Strummy and Steve Post here. And again, as we record this, fingers crossed, we're racing at the fabulous Lincoln Speedway, the icebreaker, on Saturday afternoon. Now stay tuned, of course, and follow along with all the weather. And even before this thing airs and we record it, it could change along the way. So y'all know how this works, okay? But joining us now to talk about... Uh, racing at Lincoln and everything else is the seven-time and reigning champ, driver of the number 21 Premier Motorsports team, The Edge, Brian Monteith. Hello, Brian. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Thanks for having me, and how are you guys doing? We are doing fantastic. How are you? Ah, uh, getting ready for snow. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Snow and the icebreaker. It's it's not the first <laughs> time we've done but it's it, it's it, have you ever kept track is it about 50-50 or is it is it uh, is it worse or better or, or don't you know? Nah, it's Lincoln, so it's 50-50 all the time and <laughs> I love it. There you go. <laughs> I love no it. No doubt about it. Yes. I, I've got to ask Brian in in the years that you've raced at Lincoln and probably even going as a kid, what's probably the craziest icebreaker that you remember? The the one it was snowing at 
Yeah. That, that we were actually racing in the snow. That, that's probably about the the one that sticks in the sticks in the memory bank for sure. My gosh, that's uh, unreal. That's uh, that it's, just it's, shows you how passionate Pennsylvania fans are for their spring car racing. Yeah, or how crazy Pennsylvania. Well, well there you go. Exactly. I'm not going to call my fellow people no, crazy. No, no, no. It's but all good. No. no, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I I, I love it. That's for sure. Brian, you're a seven-time champ. You had six wins last year. You're up to 61 career wins at the fabulous Lincoln Speedway. Uh, did, did you ever think you did you ever think when you started sprint car racing or racing these things that you'd you'd, you'd do what you've been able to accomplish there at that racetrack? Uh, no, because what 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 people don't understand is I didn't even know about Central PA racing until I was 19. Um, so I'd never even seen Central Pennsylvania. It was I grew up at Grandview watching the modifieds, and then um, yeah, then we ran URC with Bruce Thompson and. That's all I basically knew. I didn't even know there was racing outside of where we were at. So what? So was, to, to, to accomplish what we accomplished, I, I think is uh, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty excited. So, so what were your initial impressions when you when you realized that this hotbed of racing was right there in your in your neighborhood? Uh it was it was it was different. Um, yeah. yeah, we, we, we ended up, we, and we had to pull over and hand over there to, to find out even where the racetrack was our first time going there. Um, and yeah, that's, it was amazing. I, I guess as a kid, I mean, I was 19, 20, it, it was, it was amazing the, the amount of talent, um, and, and over the years, the amount of history that I've learned that was in central Pennsylvania, which was mind-boggling to me because I didn't know any of it till till that point. So I mean, I, I really didn't know about Central PA racing for uh, right twenty twenty some years. This, this I'm flabbergasted right now to be honest with you. Especially you say you you know you went to um, Grandview and watched modifieds. Was there? I mean, what made you not want to jump in a modified and go straight into sprint cars? Like, where did this all kind of you end up in a seat with a helmet on your head? I I mean I ran quarter midgets yeah I mean from the time I was five or six and then um, but my dad worked on a on a modified so the time that we we started racing Saturday nights and then we didn't go up air no more and then um, we raced with the Thompsons and that's how I basically went from quarter midgets then to sprint cars it, it's yeah that's that was the transition that we did quarter midgets Heck to sprint cars yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's quite the jump. That's you know. I think about this. You know what though? I, I actually now that I think about this, okay. Um, I grew up in northeastern Pennsylvania, and it was dirt modifieds for me. The the I would come down to Grandview, but it was mainly the big blocks up in New England, up in New York State. And I'll be honest, I don't know that I ever realized, I knew there was racing in central Pennsylvania, but I don't know that, it's funny how we lived in a time back then where it was probably more, there, of course there was no internet, there was right. no web, you, there, you would get area out of racing news and you'd read what was pertaining to you and you'd go forward with it. That's fascinating. That is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, we used, to, we used to go to them, yeah, the Sunday night shows, yeah, the open wheel shows there at Grammy and watch the, the ARDC midgets and the URC sprint cars and we were like, yeah, my dad was like, "Wow, there's a lot less Zeus buttons on them, so why don't we do those instead of the modified?" <laughs> so it's a limited number of Zeus buttons that has everybody at Lincoln chasing you around now these days. Holy cow! 
Like if they'd have just had more Zeus buns on those print cards, everyone else would get a chance to win at Lincoln now. Holy cow. I love it. Oh, and my God. I, I love how passionate you are and how you say, you know, I never expected this, especially with the, the story that you just provided us. But I, I do have to ask, because there is some guy up there in Pennsylvania named Fred Raymer who has 11 championships at, at Lincoln Speedway. Obviously, you've just checked off your seventh. Is is surpassing that eleven and, and Fred Raymer something that you ultimately want to do? Uh, no, I'm, if if anybody really knows me, I'm not a statistics guy. I don't keep my trophies. I normally hand them out. I sign them and give them to somebody. Um, I have a couple of all. All we normally did is took the plaques off a couple. Um, I, I I literally just do it because I like it. I like racing. Period. Um, it really, honestly, doesn't matter. I had fun in the 600s. I had, yeah. you know, fun in the speedsters. It, I mean, racing's racing. So I, I don't do it for, I don't do it for prestige. I don't do it for a number. I don't do it for a statistic. Um, it the statistics just show the people that back me how good we are. Um, you, you know, what I mean, it, it's more for them guys because it shows shows them how much you know all their hard work actually pays off um in the end and um, i'm just happy to do it for them guys that's fascinating okay you you mentioned it along the way you ran the 600 which was at trenton which was on dirt the second year you've done it okay You, you, you do all right with that stuff i know it's i know it's a little bit foreign to you but you had a chance during the off season to go back to concrete and i think you were telling me it was since quarter midget days that you ran on the concrete in Atlantic City. I mean, you, 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 I, I don't think anyone went there. I don't think you went there with the expectation to be mixing it up for the big win for the Gamblers Classic. But what was that like to be in such a unique, different situation at this point in your career? Uh, I, I mean, any any kind of race. I did both of them just to race is racing and you learn. Yeah. Um, I, I, I learned a lot, honestly, at Atlantic City. Um, just on a driving style and the way the car reacts differently. Um, I I never sat in sat in one of them things on like I said on blacktop or concrete whatever with both front wheels being able to brake and and stuff. And you know we chased chased the car a little bit because we had to try to figure out what my driving style was. And um, I, I learned a lot. And it's you can relate. Any kind of racing you do, you can always relate to the next. Even even if the cars are totally different, you can relate to what's going on if you pay attention enough to to the car and to your driving style and and to the way you can try to make speed and and you're every time you race with somebody new, you learn something new if you're paying attention. So yeah, you know, to race on that was it was fun. Um, I'm not any I'm not a big final leader guy. So I, I won't say I got bored, but it's just frustrating because it's hard to make time up. So if everybody's in the same, that's why I don't like 22 second racetracks, 20 second racetracks. Yeah. You know, to, to me, I would just have a nice two lanes and see what happens. I'm going to pick your brain a little bit deeper on that, if you don't mind. When you say driving style, obviously it's about how the car works. But for you, is it more about finesse? Is it more about driving with your butt instead of your hands? What What did you take away, I guess, mostly from running the 600s? Uh, it, it's 
those you got since you're all the limited power stuff you you're trying to keep everything as straight as possible just trying to keep speed and not scrub speed and and it's it's the combination of all that it's your it's your reaction time it's your hand time and and it, it's your seat to to feel out and if you're not making time you got to try to figure out or adapt to the car because once you're out there you're out there so you have to try to figure out and, and adapt to what the car's doing to make speed um and a lot of it is on brake and throttle and throttle control and yeah running the little cars i learned actually a lot more throttle control um than running the big car hmm. it's fascinating I, it really is it just it boggles i mean it's just it's just interesting and, and what you're saying makes sense but it's just it's just interesting that, that you sit down every time and try to learn Absolutely. from it. Yeah, cool. Well, speaking of cars and car owners, yes. <laughs> um, Jerry Parrish is your car owner, and he's taking on a, a little bit of a new role this year with Lincoln, um, along with Scott Grobreck and Michael Hefner, and of course um, Alan Kreitzer right, still sure. in the mix there with Lincoln. What do you? What are? What are your? I guess perspective, your outlook for what Lincoln is going to have to offer this year, and kind of watching your car owner take on a new role with being in the ownership part there at Lincoln. I mean, the, the car owner to me and the ownership. I mean, there he's a business guy. Um, I know business. I own my own business. So the business is it, even though owning a speedway, it, it's an entertainment. So he's more business aspect and he sort of lets us do what we need to do as as a team um the two really aren't going to intermix um between what he's his expectations are and what our expectations are um he's got a business to run that when i retire he's still going to be in that business so yeah he's got to concentrate on that and I, i think between a couple of new faces um in Central PA, I, I think the racing community is actually going to benefit. I think here in the long run, over the next couple of years, when when stuff gets not, I won't say changed around. I I think just a new outlook on sprint car racing in Central PA. I I I get that same sense. I've spent a little time talking to Scott Gobrek. Obviously, we talked to Steve O'Neill up at Port. Uh, Mike Hefner is just one of those guys that's fascinating to talk to. And it's certainly not your dad's sprint car promoter. Um, they're, they're new guys, new ideas, new blood, new excitement along the way. Brian, this has been an absolutely fascinating chance to talk with you. Really, truly has been. We appreciate it. We wish you the best this year at Lincoln along the way. And I know we'll talk to you along the way. But thanks for the time. Thanks for joining us here today. No problem. You guys have a good day. Oh, absolutely. You too. <laughs> Um, Stay out of the snow. Boy, I'll tell you what, when you call up a guy like that, and and no clue we were going where we were going. And And I would have never guessed that about him, not knowing anything really about spring car racing. No, I just assumed that you grew up there in central Pennsylvania. You want to be the next, you know, you want to be the next Keith Kaufman. Yeah, Freddie Raymer, whatever. Exactly. I mean, it's just, and 19 or 20 years old, but that kind of, that kind of speaks to the era too. Sure. You know, I mean, we live in such a media savvy era along the way. And you know, what's really cool about a media Sabbath era, <laughs> is that we can see some great stuff from along anywhere. the way. From anywhere. Anywhere. Including the <laughs> land down under. So take a look at this. It's our Dean Diesel all-deaf-defying move of the week. 
And now for the Dry Dean Deaf-Defying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. And maybe, just maybe, Stephen Lines might have something here, Cameron. He's making just little bits. Little spaces. Tiny, tiny little spaces. Look at this! Lines goes under! Wonderful! Just snuck up on him, just like we were talking before about... Madsen is an expert at sneaking up. Lines has done that now. That deaf-defying move was brought to you by Drydeen Diesel All Deaf, the official deaf of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. That was the World Series Sprint Car event at Atwell Park Speedway in Albany, Australia. Uh, Stephen Lines passing uh, Kerry Madsen. Oh, snuck right snuck up right on him. Right up on him. <laughs> Wonderful move. Yes. I love it. Of course, that Aussie stuff, that kind of gets gets your attention along the way anyhow. So, yes, it does. Snuck All right. right up on it. Snuck right up on him. Exactly. Uh, not sneaking up on us uh, is the upcoming calendar, okay? So, here's what we have. World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars. Friday night, Cotton Bowl Speedway in Page, Texas. Saturday, Lone Star Speedway in Kilgore, Texas. If you're not in Texas, shame on you. Get down there. Catch it out. If you can't make it, Dirt Vision has all of the live coverage. All right. USCS Outlaw Thunder Tour. Winter Heat continues. What Pete Walton has done is I was reading their points. Okay. They're three races in, I think, into this winter heat. I think they got rained out. I think they've had 52 360s that have competed with them oh, so wow. far. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, That's it's really unreal. awesome. So this week, Friday and Saturday night, Southern Raceway in Milton, Florida. Milton, Florida. And I think a lot of it stems, we had Darren on Tuesday mm-hmm. on our show, and a lot of it, there's just a lot, I've been following um, Danny Smith, been following Wayne Johnson, and then Darren telling us, you know, people just don't want to go in the cold. Right. Well, you know. uh, Gary, uh, bless. Yeah. Just had a brain fart. Okay. Morgan there Turpin's. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Terry, Terry, yeah. Gray. Terry, Terry Gray. Gray. Yeah, no, they're, they're <laughs> they all. I remember when we had him on the show last year, and he talked about how cool it was just to be able to travel down there and continue. You yeah. know, one just while you're them off. watching the weather and everyone is yeah. freezing in Chicago, and and like Darren said on Tuesday with us, Indianapolis doesn't sound all that appealing right now weather wise, and uh, so they're all in Florida having a good time. Yeah. I don't blame them. We were, too. I don't blame them at all. We had a good time in Florida (laughs) as well. So, USCS Outlaw Thunder Tour. Winter heat continues Friday and Saturday night. Southern Raceway in Milton, Florida. Of course, all of this stuff you can find out as the season unfolds here along the way. We have on wingnation.com the coolest thing. Well, we have two cool We have multiple cool things, okay? We have a lot Uh, of cool things. We got a lot of really cool gear, so you can get that. But check out our broadcast calendar. On there as well. So great, great stuff. And hey, before we get, I well, appreciate. Hey, uh, before we get out of here, thanks for joining us. Thanks Always. for going for Aaron along the Always. way. Always okay. Coming up on Saturday, it'll be Ashley and I with Logan Shuhart on MRN's Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit on MAV TV. You can check that out at eight thirty and eleven thirty. Uh, thanks for this joining has us, been everyone. The Wing Nation Weekend Podcast. The Wing Nation Weekend Podcast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why didn't you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. Enjoy our value favorites, like a sausage McMuffin with egg, just two for $4. And get an any-size McCafe premium roast coffee for just a buck. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with combo meal.
Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. 